The Spread Show. Uh, you'll be very surprised to hear this, but Radiator asked me about Mark Madness today. Did he? Yeah. Did he understand it, or did was no? He, he was totally he was laughing. Oblivious. He's like no. He was laughing about uh, apparently we put Zach in Mark Madness at <laughs> in Vegas. <laughs> I don't remember that. But... I did notice as we were playing Apex last night, someone brought up Mark Madness, and he got a good chuckle out of it. And I didn't know if he fully understood or if he was just laughing. I think yeah, everyone kind of knows. Though the messed up thing is the fact that you found that clip. You were listening to Brock and Salk, and they oh. <laughs> they accidentally said Mark Madden. We can't get anything. Like every time I, we I'm try to do you, something, it's ridiculous. No matter how creative. What was the first thing that? I mean, there has been multiple things that have popped up, but. Obviously, the most well, recent one, and what we're going to talk about first. Well, we'll talk. We'll talk about it a little bit later. But is the quarterback still? Well, 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 yeah. well. <laughs> is, is Big Mac, huh? Yeah, I mean, you. We saw the trade, the San Fran trade, and immediately you're like, "Well, maybe they're moving up for Mac Jones, huh?" And then, and then Chris we all Sims. Oh yeah, and we even tweeted it just to put it out there. And then Chris Sims, Daniel Jeremiah, everyone else just started. Oh, this is this is for Mac Jones. Like yeah. what? He's only had white quarterbacks. <laughs> it's basically all, what they say. Like, he, he, it's all he can handle. Like what? Um, while we're doing this, I'm gonna go ahead and fire up. On. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. I just want. I, I don't want to get too deep into it because I know we're early. But can you answer what happened between all of Fields' games and his pro day to where all of a sudden he can't process shit? Yes. Like, I don't. It, like what the fuck? Can't tell you. Don't know. Don't have Slow any processor, idea. not the first one in and the last out. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden. I have no clue. Oh, 2K's acting wonky. Um, yeah, I don't know what that is. I have no clue. It's just really weird, and it makes no sense to me. So, I couldn't tell you. Um, but, yeah, uh, let's start with a little bit of draft stuff. That's kind of big. NBA or NFL? NBA. We'll go NBA. I just want to talk about it just because it's March Madness and we know what's going on. Um, gotcha. You know, as far as we've, we've been talking about some of these prospects recently. Yeah. I, I guess I want to start. Are you sold on Cade? Is he your number one, you know, no matter what team it is? I guess what I'm saying is, is he number one regardless of fit? Is he that uh, that type of player? To me, no. I'm not, I don't. I think it just, uh, de- yeah, it depends on fit for me. Like, it's the team. Yeah. Now, who would you say is then your favorite player, regardless of fit? If you just said, I think this guy is going to be the best NBA player in the next whatever years out of this draft. I th- <laughs> I think it's, man, that's tough. Mobley really or Suggs? Is, is it, it it's, one of those two? I mean, I really like Mobley. Like, it's really because like it, all of them are so good, but so different. Yeah. But I don't know if anyone's better. Right. You know, and, and maybe it's all going to be fit dependent. Like, it's just going to be what team they go to straight up. Yeah, I agree. I just think, you know, skill set wise, I think Suggs is, uh, I don't know, just he he has more control, right, of everything. He just seems in control at all times. So Yes, and maybe maybe what we're saying is he's he would be an easier fit on more teams just because he can fall into so many different pockets. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And we know what, we know what Cade 
kind of needs and we know what Mobley is. Yeah, for sure. I for I mean, th- that's the problem. Cade, though, is so big. <laughs> like, yeah. he's so tall and, like, he's probably just going to measure out great and he'll fill out a little bit. I don't know. The, it's, the bottom line is if you get either of those three guys, you should be happy. <laughs> so no, I, I don't think I I'm going to sit there. here and shit I, on it. I think those are the three top guys. Yeah, and I'm not going to shit on either of them. It's not like this Mac Jones thing where it's like, well, well, this guy, you know, he slipped on in. Like, no, they're, there's just three very solid players at the top of this draft. And this isn't even counting the G League guys. I, I don't really know what's going on with them, but. Um, uh, who's the kid? Not Green. Jalen Green. Why am I blanking? Kaminga. Jonathan Kaminga. Yeah, Kaminga. But isn't there another one? Jalen. Uh, Jalen Green. I thought he was supposed to go to. Is it Jalen Green? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's another one. Yeah, 6'6 six, six shooting guard. Probably. Yeah, really solid. So, I mean, you're looking at a solid top five. What I don't like is that I'm seeing your, your man within the top Corey ten. Kispert? No, uh, I don't mind Kispert. Oh. I am seeing Kispert in the top ten, but I'm seeing another person uh, that you not do from not Gonzaga. Like. Nope, not from Gonzaga. This one just to piss you off, honestly. Man, <laughs> look, man, I'm not going into fucking Scotty Barnes. I'm not gonna do it. I'm seeing I'm Scotty not... anywhere from like six to fifteen. If you watch Scotty Barnes play basketball, yeah, for two to three minutes, and don't get me started on March Madness, but just through the season, like what? He's big and athletic, so he he's gonna be a top ten pick. I uh, I could not tell or no, you. Excuse me, excuse me. He's big, athletic, and is a point guard. Since he's a six <laughs> nine point guard, it's different. Yeah, I I like could if Scotty not... was a small forward, he he wouldn't be drafted. Right, but he can dribble. <laughs> yeah, so I I don't know, I don't know at all uh, what the deal is with him. He can't do anything from what I can see. Like, he, did he take over a game at all? No. I mean, he can finish at the rim, if I'm being honest, I guess. Like, the one thing he can do is finish He's at big the rim now. when he can get He there. is big. Like, I, I just, I don't know. I don't get it. Other yeah. than him having an NBA frame. That's yeah. cool. Um, but, yeah, I would think when it comes to those top three guys, would you put a ranking on them right now? Would you put, like, a one through three? It doesn't matter. Say you were just starting a franchise. Um I guess that's kind of a situational thing because, you know, but if you just had to, if you got to pick one guy, who are you taking? If all things are equal, like straight up, I think I'm taking Evan Mobley. That's tough to pass up. A seven foot guy that moves like that. (laughs) He can dribble. He can shoot threes. Like, isn't he everything the modern NBA is today at seven feet tall? Yeah. I love that dude. Just the way he moves and... You can see there's definitely, like, there's some sort of... There's definitely not... There's a ceiling there that we're not even close to. And he's only, what, 20? Mm-hmm. He's going to be 20 in the draft? Yeah, um, and the maybe. question the question I have for you is, who... So, going a year back, would you rather have Wiseman or Mobley? Uh, that's, <laughs> that's really tough because I know, you know, with Wiseman, we didn't really get to see him play. So, maybe if I got to see yeah. him play, it would have been different. I don't know. That's tough. I probably want Mobley, though, just because of the Mobley. Like, I don't feel like Mobley's going to get injured as much. Right? He's, Even though that's his legs good are thing. so long, it seems like he should. He, he's he's pretty durable. But he doesn't have all that weight, you know? He's yeah. super skinny right I, now, I but know. he can just turn into muscle <laughs> at some point. 
and maybe we're wrong, you know, and maybe he's, I don't want to say he's soft at all, but maybe he's just too frail or thin, you know what I mean? Because yeah. some of those, a lot of those centers who are seven feet in the NBA are still, you know, 250, 240. Yep. Well, I mean, he could, he could frame out into like Serge Ibaka, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Same, same size. He's like 215 right now, which is not good, but yeah. I mean. For a seven footer, that's, ooh. I just, I just like, I feel like he can move around. He doesn't really need the ball too much, but if he gets the ball, you're still threatened by him enough, and they'll just keep extending his range. And good God, seeing him on like a fast break would be sick <laughs> with like but then, the right team. But then I, I start thinking, I'm like, you have to have the upside conversation about Suggs, right? Yeah. Like if he figures it all out, if he if he becomes consistent at at shooting the three, you know. And and that's kind of what it is, just yeah. becoming a better shooter. It's, I mean, I really like, I'm going to like him on the pick and roll. If he can get to, like, if he can get to Houston, if he does actually go to Houston or, um, I don't, I mean, it's going to depend. I mean, even Minnesota, like you, you like that Minnesota fit, but somewhere where you can run a pick and roll, I'm going to mm-hmm. be pretty happy. Um, but it all depends on the system and stuff like that. I don't, it depends. <laughs> but, uh, and then as far as Cade, I feel like he'll be solid at wherever he goes, but I just don't. I don't think that's a a lock in as the number one pick this year, from what I've seen. And I'm not knocking him just because they had the the early exit or anything. It's just I don't know. Could have Cade, been better. Cade seems to be. Um, I, I just. You think it's one of those deals where he's going to be better in the NBA? Like the college game just doesn't help well, him. I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy, but I almost. I don't know. I don't want to say a flame out, not by any means. Yeah. But his his gear is so, like, not Luca esque, but it's so kind of on his own term. I don't know. I, I I don't. I don't know about Cade, man. Yeah. He can get a bucket, but I just don't know. Can he get it in the NBA whenever he he wants? Right. Do you think he can? Mm, no. <laughs> and I just don't think he's athletic enough and that's no shot to him. He's damn good. I just think it's just a different, it's just a different level when you get to the NBA, you know, yeah. we've seen it with so many players. At least he doesn't rely on athleticism right now. That, that True. seems good. True. Um, let's, let's shift gears. I mean, I just wanted to get into that because I think, you know, we have, like I said, we try to get ahead of things and we're going to have that, that yeah. conversation is going to be happening. Is Cade Cunningham sure. really the number one pick? Like that's going to yeah. be happening. I don't think there's anyone outside of the, I don't think Jalen Green or Kaminga will push into the one spot, but they could hop into third or something maybe. But um, I think yeah. those three are and the it, top. And it's just a lack of seeing them really, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. They tried to showcase them a little bit, but it's, that's going to be a very scout heavy pick. If someone moves up. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk about March Madness. So we have Gonzaga tomorrow, right? We do. We have both games tomorrow. So I already um, had a Mark, a uh, former teacher from St. <laughs> from where I graduated. He uh, went ahead and posted. He's He graduated from USC, UCLA. So he got his doctorate there and all that stuff. And he already posted the, you know, the comeback win over Gonzaga, you know, on Facebook. Oh, I've seen that so many times this week. Yep. So it's still... Still shouldn't have lost that UCLA game. Was that uh, Stephen Gray and them boys? Yes, with Batista, I believe. And oh, 
There were some weird Gonzaga teams. I think we went through this the other day in the chat, and there's yeah. some weird teams. But, you know, they'll randomly go on runs, and then like, the teams that you thought would be good suck. It's just, I, I don't I don't know. Um, Big let's, odd. Let's take a look at some of the do you What do you think the spread's at right now for Gonzaga? Um, 12? Uh, it's moved to 14, it looks like. Whew. I mean... Really, I mean, is that like? Come on, they. This team's really good. Like, this is the best, one of the best college teams we've seen in years, and they've they're literally getting better in the tournament. I feel like. No, you're right, and I wish I wasn't a Zags fan, so I could just be like, "This is gonna be a fucking blowout." But there's always just that something there where something has to go wrong, like, you know, whether it be Suggs, maybe roll. Knock on wood, whether it be someone rolls their ankle in the first half. You know what I mean? Foul trouble. Yeah, Timmy fouled yeah. trouble right away. But it shouldn't, right? It shouldn't matter. I don't. Honest, I honestly matter. don't. Didn't think this UCLA. I still am shocked that this UCLA team is in the tournament. <laughs> so. Like everyone scared me with all the USC talk and them being the top defense as far as uh, contesting twos, and we blew their yeah like, blew them out. And we just talked about it. they might have the best player coming into the draft. So I don't. They didn't even have a block, Brand. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like, I. I Kispert was like one for eight, and maybe I'm exaggerating, but he was terrible. Yeah, exactly. You uh, know, and everyone's just like, UCLA has to keep this in the 50s. If you show me a game to where Gonzaga scores 50 total points. Yeah. I think it's the the problem is UCLA can't get past 50. <laughs> yeah, and that's the other thing is, um, oh, I forgot the kid's name. Um, Jujang? Mm-hmm. Am, I wrong? Am I off? What about him? Jujang? Well, I'm just saying he's scoring about half their points in the tournament. Yeah. Like, I, I would hope that few and, and Suggs. And them boys, you know, I hope yeah. Suggs is really going to take that as, uh, you know, just like Timmy took Mobley as, as competition. I, I would believe Suggs is going to take it the same way, right? Yeah. I, I don't like, think they're going to just let that happen. And they're going to score. Gonzaga is scoring 70 at least. At least. Min- like, that's, like, they're scoring 70, 80, somewhere in there. So I'm not it's really so crazy when you say 70, you know, that means they're on average man for only 35 points in the first half. Yeah, that's impossible for this. You know, this team's going to score 10 points in the last minute of each of the half. So, like, I'm not, I'm not concerned. So are, are we are you telling me are we saying here right here on the pod? Are we rolling with Zags on the straight up line tomorrow? Oh, yeah, I would roll. I'm I know that we had some, uh, you know, we came back and kind of tested our system a little bit. I'm definitely, I don't care. I'm throwing everything out the door, and I'm just going Gonzaga first half. I don't know what it is, and I'm going Gonzaga uh, spread. Yeah, like, I, I'm I going. It. I mean, it, you, it, UCLA, you know, another Pac-12 team. Yeah, die, right? seriously, just give me, give me Gonzaga by 20 here. Um, like, if they score 80, then this game is a 30-point blowout. So I don't, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Um, yeah. Who else do we got? Do we have is are is there two games tomorrow? Yep, we have right. Houston and Baylor. Uh, so early on, I thought Baylor was super overrated. When I did all my models and stuff, it was like, yeah, Baylor's definitely overrated. And I don't know. It seems like they're kind of living up to what they were supposed to be. Yeah, I always, you know, I'm not trying to be the guy who said I always like Baylor, but I just always felt like guard wise and you know, just the current modern basketball, like that, that's what you do. They don't have any inside game. Yeah. 
So if Gonzaga plays him, Timmy should have about 40. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. Uh, what do you, how do you feel about Houston? I don't, I, I, I just am worried about Baylor is mostly the thing. The funny thing was, and so after you left, uh, oops, I forgot. Sorry. I froze the stream guys. Um, after you left, I was hanging around. I went to Tom's urban and I really wasn't paying attention to the games too much. And, uh, so the, the Wisconsin Baylor game was on, I think. And uh-huh. it's just really annoying. This this guy might have to go on Mark Madness. There's oh no. <laughs> I'm sitting down, just like let's get some lunch, and we're sitting. We have to sit at the bar top, which is fine. But there's like another guy there, and he immediately starts talking to me, which I'm not interested in. And oh. then behind me, there's like a guy with like a laptop and like ten sheets of paper for some reason. Uh, also, <laughs> so I'm just like, oh god, this is going to be a disaster. Literally, the first bucket, the laptop guy stands up, starts cra- starts like clapping loudly and yelling, let's go. It was one fucking shot, and he's already oh. up clapping it up because you know he put that $5 parlay in. So and I, you know, like, 99% of the time you're on the other end of it, and you automatically, for some reason, feel bad. Like, you're, you, like your bet is down 20. Like, damn, Seriously. And so this, uh, this dude... You know, that I'm sitting next to, he clearly doesn't know very much about basketball, but he's telling me how things are going to go in this game. He's telling me Wisconsin's going to, he's like, they're going to come back. Watch. He's like, you watch, they're coming back. And uh, he apparently was Gavin Newsom, uh, the, the governor of California's driver, used to be his driver. Uh, so that was interesting. Had a lot of interesting convo about that. But yeah, he just kept telling me that Wisconsin's coming back and they got smoked. So, and then Baylor's super athletic, so it didn't get close. And the guy that was clapping with his laptop open buried himself in his laptop again. So, uh, that was an interesting experience. But yeah, I don't really, I don't really feel, do you feel like Baylor's a threat to Gonzaga? I do. Oh, because the athleticism? Yep, they, they match us or are more athletic at the guard position. And one thing they do really fucking well is defend. Yeah, I don't know about our offense, but as far as guard goes, like I said, though, it's so hard when you don't have a post to, to guard Timmy. Hell, it's hard if you do. You've yeah. seen what Mobley did. Exactly. Not much versus him. Yeah, I wasn't worried about that matchup because Timmy's just so big. And, I mean, he, he's just, you know, Crafty. he's all body control. and he, he's white. Yeah, but he really he's just skilled. He's very skilled because he's not athletic. He knows he can't out, you know, jump guys and be stronger. But that time he was just bigger and probably stronger. Uh, but it's just funny because it just like doesn't increase his draft stock at all. Because no. they're like, well, yeah, we know what you are in college, yeah. but that's not going to work. Yeah, it will not be happening. Enjoy Europe. Uh, Baylor's minus five and a half. You can get them at How minus five. How do you feel five. about that line? I have no clue what to think there. Literally, I don't. It looks like 64% of the bets are on Houston, but 64% of the money is on Baylor. <laughs> so. People with the oh. people that are actually putting money on the on this game are betting Baylor. I, so you're gonna so have a similar. lot of people betting five bucks on on Houston. <laughs> Very excited. <laughs> so um, do we just load up on Gonzaga? The old Gonzaga Baylor teaser, right? 
yeah, I, if if I could take Gonzaga straight up and still tease Baylor, I would. But yes, since we would have to tease both. Yeah, you're going Gonzaga minus 10 and Baylor minus 1. Yeah, you're just saying Baylor win the game. Like, yeah. I don't care. It's a 50-50 win the game. You're a one seed, right? Yeah. Gonzaga, I mean, win by 10. Come on. <laughs> <I'll>, <laughs> please. <laughs> please give me that. It's just uh, crazy we're talking like this in the final four. Like, it, yeah, definitely. It's it's a it's weird for sure. Uh, just an update. This game is very close. This Andy Golden State game. I know it's hard to see on the screen on your screen, but uh, yeah, Indy's playing Golden State. What's the now. score? I I had to like turn it 29, off. Twenty nine twenty eight. So yeah, forty nine what? Twenty nine twenty eight. Ooh. Uh, in the second okay. quarter. Golden State's hanging on, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like this Pacers team. They're they're really ruining our March Madness. Um, they just get it done. I don't like it. Oh man, we need to we need to take a, a little bit of a timeout to talk about our man Kareem because we finished up. We oh. got to the Elite Eight. We have to do this every year now, right? For sure. This is something we're doing every year. For sure. Uh, so we had some good games in the Sweet Sixteen. But unfortunately, Kareem has he ran into the two of the best teams of all time back to back, which were basically the same team, and somehow he beat the better version, the KD version of the Warriors, but couldn't beat the the KD less version of the Warriors. And he put up I think seventy points in that game in the Sweet Sixteen, and it and just didn't work. It was it was the perfect kind of showcase to show show why. The three is unfair now, right? Yeah. Yep. Someone has 72 points. <laughs> they couldn't stop him, but it didn't matter because they couldn't defend the three. And I believe they shot 74% from the field. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they lost by... They lo- They barely lost. Um, I think in real and time, Golden it was State, like three Golden points. State had to shoot like 65% from three, I think. Yeah, and it just... It just... It was unfortunate. And there were some iffy foul calls at the end of the game, which really pissed oh me off. That was terrible, man. Like Steph, Steph was getting back. super. Yeah, he was getting superstar calls. It was bullshit. And then, as you had pointed out during the game, Steph pushed Kareem in the back on a lay-in at the end too. That could have changed the changed the whole complexion. You know, it reminds me of the old Shaq thing, right? Yeah, he's too big. He's it doesn't matter. God he's damn, he's got seventy four points. What else does he need? <laughs> Like, it just sucks. He's making the lay-in. <laughs> Seriously, him and Oscar Robertson, probably one of the best duos we saw in this tournament, and I am very upset that they're gone because they would have beat everyone else, I think. Um, well, well, I mean, and like, when you say duo, they were literally playing NBA Jam against the Warriors. <laughs> they were the only two players playing. Seriously. Who was the other guys? <laughs> Rob just kept calling him Sweet Lou. <laughs> like, I don't think anyone's Lucius Allen. Mick Lewis or something? No, no I don't it was know. a Lucius Allen, and Rob's like, Sweet Lou. <laughs> like, everyone calls him that. Like, no, this guy's <laughs> no. Rob, uh, Rob was really pissing me off when he kept asking why the white guy wouldn't pull the three from the 72 buck. Well, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh... He does. He Why did have a pull it. <laughs> okay, and yeah, I was pissed about that too because he blamed it on the. He blamed the whole game on this guy. But when your team's <laughs> shooting seventy four percent and fucking Kareem isn't missing, Kareem shot like eighty five percent. 
So like, what are Graham, you gonna do? Pull that a was three? The only time he touched the ball. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and Rob was so hot. He just because he had the three logo on two K. Yeah, I shoot. I don't understand that one. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, why Rob was so adamant that this man blew the game. <laughs> but <laughs> just, uh, what we did have a pretty solid game. Magic versus Michael Jordan. Jordan Jordan really might take your AI award for the tournament just he, for that performance. It, it was as true to his true self in real life as we could get. It was the 95-96 Bulls. I just don't know if I can blame him. I mean... Scotty Pippen had 12 points. Do you blame Jordan for Scotty having... Tw- this is the second time, by the way, that Scotty's melted down in this tournament. He's really had also, some bad performances. I was also... I don't know if surprise the word, but they, like, bluffed Scotty on on Magic the first possession, and it didn't quite happen that way. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. No, the, the game got away because they kept putting Steve Kerr on Magic, and Magic would <laughs> score every time. And that's not an, I'm not overestimating. He really did score every time on Steve Kerr. And, and they did a little cutaway. They did a cutaway and Steve Kerr just had his hands up shaking his head. So what do you, like, what do you want from there? Um, six, nine. <laughs> he's so, he's like twice, <laughs> twice as big as Steve Kerr. Uh, so I'm just going to read this off to you. Because we had Hakeem as probably the most disappointing player in the tournament so far. Scottie Pippen on all three teams, so 92-93 Bulls, his his playoff exit, his loss in the tournament, 12 points. 95-96 Bulls, the team that we're talking about right now, 12 points in a loss. 97-98 Bulls, do you want to guess how many points he scored? Oh. Four. Wow. So Scottie really... I don't know if it's the modern era or what's going on, but he could not hang. And that's after he put on a great performance some somewhere in round one uh, and shut down. I don't remember. Remember he shut someone down in the, in the first round. Yeah. That was incredible. But, um, yes, yeah, so I blame this all on Scottie Pippen. Jordan in this game had 60 points, three rebounds, <laughs> two assists. I mean, he averaged 54 points for this team. I'm um, telling you that locker room was in shambles when Jordan <laughs> got back to see them men. <laughs> it was Ku coach is the only other guy that helped. He scored 18, and that was ba- Rodman had zero points. Uh, Ron Harper was really the issue. Ron Harper had zero points. <laughs> he didn't do anything. <laughs> um, let's see what Magic's up to. I just want to see his averages right now because he's clearly been the. If Kareem wasn't out. Or if Kareem was in, he'd be the MVP, but Magic's the MVP right now. Yeah, oh yeah, okay. for sure. He's averaging 33 points, 10 assists, 3 rebounds uh, in the and tournament. And just affects the game in a bigger way than anyone else. Yeah, he had 44 points against the Bulls and 8 assists. Um, and he literally made Byron Scott unstoppable. <laughs> Byron Scott <laughs> had 34 points. And mostly off Ooh, of fast breaks. God. Just my, Magic tossing it out on a fast break. <laughs> Um, to a wide open Byron Scott. Yeah, and then they, we forget that they have Kareem as well, who's averaging twenty two points on this team. So yeah, he's I, older, but you know, quietly getting it done still. Yeah, he still gets his. I the Kareem from the Bucks is the most incredible basketball player I've ever seen. 
<laughs> yeah, was, the most unstoppable. He was like, uh, you, who, who could match up against him, Duncan? That's what you said, and I don't, I don't know. Maybe that early David Duncan. Robinson? That early Duncan. No, hell no. That early Duncan's pretty good, but yeah. Jesus, that I mean, that Kareem was getting the ball, and he he wasn't like any of the other posts. He just goes to score. Like he doesn't have a pass option. <laughs> Um, let's go just, let's talk about the bracket real quick, just so we know what the elite eight is. We already had, I mean, right now we've got the 15, 16 warriors versus the Pacers. Uh, we've got magic versus another bulls team, which is the D Rose bulls team. What do you have that spread at? So it's a one seed versus six seed. I have that at a Lakers minus 12. That's fair. I think that's fair. Because we know we what have to go see, a little high. What do you high. see in that matchup, though? Can Magic stop Rose? Can Rose no. stop Magic? No. I and I is that just a wash? The problem is that I think the Lakers are going to score in the fast break, no matter what. <laughs> like they're just they, that's what they do. Like they just get down the floor and they fast break. But, but also, if you can't guard Rose on a pick and roll, he's ninety nine percent from that two point that fifteen footer. They're not stopping Derrick Rose. That's that's just not. So maybe happen. they just let Rose get his and and just say you know nobody else is going to beat us. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Rose is averaging fifty six points a game right now, <laughs> so <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I think twelve's fine because that Lakers team we got to give them some respect. They've they won their last game. They beat Michael Jordan by eighteen points. They beat uh the nine. They beat Michael Jordan twice in a row. I didn't know that. <laughs> They're just here to eliminate the Bulls franchise at this point. Okay, we've also got LeBron in the 12 and the 12 13 Heat, which was a four seed versus a two seed Kings from the 0102 era. Uh, we I, I hate watching that Heat team, yeah, it's 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 not great. <laughs> it's a lot of cherry picking Braun, yeah, dunking and celebrating. And they scored like 180 points against the grit and grind Grizzlies by just fast breaking. <laughs> they were up by like 30 points at the end of the at the end of the game, and like a minute. The starters in. They kept LeBron was you as you pointed out. LeBron was asking for the ball at the end of the game, <laughs> like yeah, demanding up. it, and it caused a turnover. <laughs> They're playing the 0102 Kings, who had a great game versus the Thunder. We don't need to revisit what happened in that oh, Thunder no. game. Perk is still pissed at his teammates. They're pointing fingers in the <laughs> locker room still. We'll see how they bounce back next year. That Ooh. Thunder team was the most exciting team in the in the tournament, I think, because of the the crazy. Uh, just, just imagine if you take Perkins off the team. <laughs> this is real <laughs> life, too. This is what people are saying in real life. So I don't know. Uh, what do you have the Kings versus the Heat at for a line? I have the Heat. Heat minus 10? Yeah, I have to give some respect to the Kings. We saw what Peja did last game. Do you I, have them favored? They are the two seed, but I, I'm not. I mean, it's LeBron and Wade. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I just uh, we already had a a game in this bracket, and luckily we didn't have to talk about that one at the time, but it was the Spurs and the Knicks. This Knicks team oh. is more disappointing in 2K than they were in real life, <laughs> which is hard to The beat. moment we got any type of backing with them, like it, they just shit all over us. We hated them, and then we were like, well, watch out for this Knicks team. No. 
Yeah, it was not not what you want. I was just they didn't do anything. Mello sucks. Like Mello was just taking twos, and the Spurs are running their Spurs offense, and they won by fifty points. <laughs> and I think that's the thing it, with the Knicks. No matter if they're winning or losing, just a shitty watch. Yeah, for sure. It's just mellow. There's no guards. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> it sucks. Uh, so, that'll be exciting. We'll get this get that wrapped up soon. Uh, and then, you know, we just got to focus on Mark Madness for next year. All right, oh. so it's the time to, to talk about the draft. And I've been saving up some topics that I've wanted to put out there. And I'm already getting a little bit pissed because they're, it's oh, coming oh. out. It's coming out already. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, so we did the it's Mac Jones thing, right? <laughs> like uh-huh. we, that. Do you realize what's happening? Like this Mac Jones thing has really covered everything up. Like, tell me more. That's all we're talking about, right? Like everyone's like, well, Mac Jones. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. No, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. You know what else doesn't? Zach Wilson's the second quarterback in the fucking <laughs> draft being taken. That's locked. Like. Where did this start? Dude, Where it's not work? even an option anymore. He's locked in somehow. Like you're telling and, me and this the, happens now? And I don't I don't I wanna act like we're that pod, but do you remember how long ago it is we were laughing about Zach Wilson and I was saying, Yeah, he's gonna be the first quarterback take or like we were just yes. like laughing because he's a BYU quarterback who hasn't done anything. Yes. We were like, yeah, he's gonna. You said that he was definitely gonna get picked in the first round. You said he'll probably be like a top, top, a top pick. But there's no way you were ever like he's the he's gonna be a top. He's gonna be the the guy that you know because Lawrence doesn't yeah. count. He's gonna be the number one guy essentially. <laughs> so I don't know, man. So here's but the here's deal. my thing. Okay, here's my thing, Brand. If we're gonna peel back all the layers, you could fucking tell me. The quarterback from Tulsa has all the tools for the NFL if you just keep showing me highlights over and over. <laughs> and if he does that badass rollout in the pro day. <laughs> yeah, like, he just have a strong arm. I, I just don't get where it starts, though. It starts with McShay, right? Wasn't this your gripe with McShay and Kuyper like a couple really years was. ago? Because they just pick guys and they, then everyone's like, oh, hold on. control where players go in the draft. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Two guys. It's like they they can pick six guys and then it's like those guys are those are going to be talked about, right? I I I just don't get it. So here's the thing. I think that Shanahan and John Lynch are very smart. Uh that trade was interesting. I think they moved up being like, "Okay, hold on. The number 2 pick, that's the Jets." Like, I know they have a new regime in technically, but that's still the Jets. We don't know what they're doing. The Jets don't know what they're doing. It's the fucking New York Jets. We might actually be able to get Zach Wilson. Like, we might they be able to get... Darnold. Yeah. They're like, we might actually pull this off. Let's just move up to three. If we if we don't get Wilson, if they actually do pick him, then we get Fields. And if the Jets do some Jet shit, then we're going to wind up with the guy that we want. But... Now... I would like to spin this in a different direction. Yeah. You know, what is stopping the Niners from drumming up this Mac Jones shit, now getting even more teams kind of right there in the fringe top 10 to just have chaos happen? Like, what what's stopping the Niners from moving back, like, four sp- – I, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting really deep into shit now. But it's just like Mac Jones is not a top three pick. 
So here's what I hypothesize with Raiders. The reason that they're talking up Mac Jones is that they don't want the Jets to reevaluate Justin Fields. <laughs> like they they really I think that Shanahan really wants Justin Fields. I think he's looking at him like holy shit, dude. This guy he's an extremely good athlete and he's he's better than Mac Jones everywhere. Like every everything that I can find, he's better and I can and put him in my thing system. That blows my mind though. It, and if we're going to get into the weeds is are is all this shit coming out about Fields a smokescreen? I it could be the 49ers. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. You I know think... what I mean? Because if I'm the Niners and this is true shit that's coming out about Fields and they knew it with their intel and their draft, you know, with, with all the shit that they have, did you need to move up to three? Yeah, I think because Carolina would have tried something. I really think Carolina, like, still wants to move up. And I'd still, I could see them being like, uh, can we move to two? <laughs> like they're, I think they're going to try something. I just don't get how all of a sudden the draft now starts at three. Like you said, so it Zach doesn't. Wilson's First off, it's it, over. He's this the is, second pick of the it, draft. it's already starting to come out because people are moving off the Mac Jones stuff because we've had enough time to process it and talk about it and be like, okay, this probably isn't happening. Uh, so now it's time to talk about something else. It's like, well, hold on. Why is Wilson number two? Why are we just gonna, next week? I guarantee you that's going to be the topic. It's going to be, why is Wilson number two? <laughs> like It's going to happen. And so we're going to be talking about that the whole time. Justin Fields, actually, Justin Fields is in a good spot right now because we're getting him, you know, we, you have to hit that bottom, right? So now we're talking about how he sucks. Well, now everyone's talking about how good he is again. So by the time the draft's here, he's on the upswing. So he's actually going to go like two. He's going to go two or three. I just, I don't believe the Mac Jones stuff. And I really, really want people to remember that the Jets are picking two. That's all I need to I'm say I'm just, I don't know. All the, all the smoke screens and shit have got to me, I guess you could say. Because I, I have no clue. Like I have no clue. I really don't, Brand. As as confident as I thought no, I felt about Fields. Don't listen to on, like there has to be stories about stuff, right? Like you can't. Who's going to report? Yes, the draft is exactly as we thought it would be three months ago. Like that's not going to get clicks. It's not going to get any views. Like sorry, that's just how it's going to be. Fields is going three, and you know Mac Jones. The only the only crazy thing about Mac Jones is that he's moved up. That's it for me. I don't think and, I don't think he's going through. Okay, so so if we go off the quarterbacks, how do you feel about this Pitts talk uh, up into the top four, maybe? I don't like it. I think when you can get an all-pro lineman, like, just do it. If you can get a 10-year all-pro, I'm taking that. That's the other thing I, I can't wrap my head around is, like, they're like, well, the Bengals might get Jamar Chase or Pitts. I'm like... <laughs> That's badass, but, you know, like... We saw but if he can't throw to him, like yeah. if you don't have a quarterback to throw to him, what the fuck are you doing? It's because they signed one lineman this offseason. So they're good. Ah. Now. Yeah, I did see that. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I know that I know that Joe Burrow wants Chase on his team. Hell, I want Chase there. But yeah, they you, like who was it that was talking about it? Uh, someone was talking about it on I think maybe it was Bill Simmons podcast. But basically, you look at those quarterbacks. I think it was the Baker draft. When was Quentin Nelson drafted? Um, he was drafted fifth. Was that in the Baker draft? I think so. 
Um, so, who was, t- oh, Ro- was, no, Rosen wasn't taken before him, right? I don't know, either way. we on that same draft? Yeah. Either way, I just, I just know, like, hey, uh, <laughs> like, I would rather yeah. have, I'd rather have Quentin Nelson. Sorry. It, it, it basically is, he was exactly what they said he was. Like, you couldn't have overdrafted him. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's bullshit. I don't, I'm never, never just going to just be like, well, maybe I can reach for a Mac Jones, uh, you know, something like that. When It's like, no, how about I or reach for, you know, I go get a tight end or a wide receiver. It's like, you have to have a line. Sorry. Well, and not, not only that, how many great receivers have you seen in the second, third, fourth, fifth? Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not so easy to become a fifth-round lineman that's, that's Quinn Nelson. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, so Sewell's, uh, I think, is just you, you have to take him. I don't care how boring he, it is. He's dropping out of the top ten in these mocks. I'm disgusted by that. And I really, like, like I I could make an excuse for Chase because I think he's going to be one of the best receivers ever. But, good Lord. Oh, it's hard to pass up alignment like that. I don't know what the metric is, Brandon. I don't know. And I know we talk about dog and it's we laugh. Yeah. But I'm so sick and tired of using the 40s and the verts. We're talking about. We're in the era of the most athletic, most trained, most <laughs> aware of, of, of – we're talking about um, kind of their diets, yeah. everything from high school now. Yep, I exactly. expect the kid that goes to Bama or LSU or this and, and is a top five pick to run a 4-4 four, four at 6'5", 230. I do. Yeah. That yeah, doesn't the- mean <laughs> shit to me. This is why teams now aren't looking at that stuff, and they're looking at GPS, like all that stuff that we've been talking about. Um, yeah, it's it's dog. just like let's let's try to do something else. But people have been saying the combine's stupid for a while now, like the general idea. Like, I don't know. I don't think it's it's that dumb because if I see someone like DK, <laughs> you know, I'm like, hold True. on. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I'm just like everyone's running a four four now. Everyone. Yeah. Yep. No, I agree. Uh, the Pacers are out, so your your nightmare <laughs> yeah. is over. They're done. Um, the Warriors beat the shit out of them, too. Let me just look <laughs> at these stats. But, yeah, I mean, as far as our mock, I think so far, you know, not to spoil okay. anything, but it's pretty uh, simple. So I have one question, Brandon, yeah. before we go into it. You're, and we're talking not how the draft is set up, not teams. Where do you rank these quarterbacks? Uh, it's Lawrence Fields, Trey Lance, Mac Jones for me, but it's not even about the ranking. I guess it's Lawrence is like one tier, uh, Fields is another tier, <laughs> Lance is another tier. And then, so there, I feel like there's a gap between all of them. I'm with you. I, I guess what I, I guess I'm with you and I would, uh, I would kind of state it as Lawrence is system proof yes. and the rest need to fall into the right system to be very successful. I think that Fields would have a level of success uh at some in some places. But yeah, you might be I I mean, maybe we just need to consider it doesn't matter like with Lawrence, whatever, it that's locked in. But for the other guys, I don't know if it matters which one goes to San Fran. Do you think it matters? That's what I was gonna say. No. Yeah, I don't know because the coaching is there and the infrastructure is there. The defense is there. 
Like, his field scares the shit out of me, like, from day one. Trey Lance, if he were to sit for a year, that's going to scare the shit out of me year two. And Mac Jones, even to some degree, is going to be like, oh, shit, he might be better than Garoppolo. That might scare me. Yeah. So, I mean, if any of them go there, then, you know, they're going to be successful. But, uh, I mean, even Atlanta. Like, say one goes to Atlanta and sits behind Matt Ryan for the year. They have that. They have you know, Art Smith now from the Titans. Like, that guy's going to drop great plays, and he's going to put him in a position to win. So that might be even be just a great spot. So it, it basically just comes down to whoever the Jets get. <laughs> so I it, it, I feel bad for that man. It's just, I, I don't know. At what point are we going to get to a trait overload? I don't know. I don't want to get too in the weeds, but it's just like, I still have to go back to Trey Lance, who's only played 16 games, Bran. Yeah. At North Dakota State. <laughs> so did Car- Carson Wentz, brother. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm with you. No, but, you're, yeah. but But you know what I mean? Yeah, we're just if like, six, we picked five, this guy. I'm a 30 kid coming yeah. out of high school. I just need the traits. Yeah. I don't even need to be polished. Yeah, that's kind of the scary thing. Uh, but, I mean, at least if you get him, maybe he's sitting on the bench. For a little bit, I, I mean, it doesn't seem like it's going to be a throw them in right away situation, but it's hard to avoid those nowadays. <laughs> and we're talking about ownership breathing down on you on a, 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 a possibly a top five pick. Now yeah. we're talking about sitting. Oh god, with the fan base that's going to be asking for him. How are you just not taking Sewell at that point? That's <laughs> what I'm saying. And like, what's I, if you're the Jets? I mean, why wouldn't you take him? That's what I'm saying. You get Sewell, you get him or Chase, um, or just move down, whatever. But if you move down, no, you but, have a quarterback. But, but, I, but I think you're <laughs> understating that. It's not move down or whatever. It's I can move down and possibly get the second best overall player in this draft while accumulating other early picks. Yeah. And look at the haul the Niners got. <laughs> like, seriously? You're in a rebuild whether you like it or not, Jets. I'm sorry. <laughs> and maybe I'm and maybe I'm totally off and just ignorant to what a, a pro quarterback looks like, Brand. You cannot tell me that Zach Wilson is head and shoulders above Darnold no. in that jet system with what he was dealing with. No. We've seen every player almost I mean players from almost every position move on from Adam Gase and be like twenty times better. <laughs> it's crazy. You have to keep Sam Darnold, give him a year. And then just, you know, let him walk then. Fine. But uh, what are they going to do? Get a third for him right now? A fourth? Like, that, yeah. I mean, congrats. But I'm I'm taking an insane lineman and pairing him with Becton and, uh, you know, going from there. And another question or statement I guess I have, Brent, is you just imagine, just imagine Zach Wilson having – the the game that Fields did against Clemson. Yeah. And, and where scouts and what everyone would be saying. Fields gets no credit for that because he got hurt and had to play, was it Bama the next game in the championship, right? Yeah. But, like, the game versus fucking Clemson and Dabo, the best coach maybe in the nation. Right. Didn't he have six touchdowns or five? It was five, yeah. He was uh, incredible with broken what ribs or whatever. See? I don't know. Like I said, it's just a weird, a weird news cycle thing. We won't be talking about it next the next two weeks because we're going to be talking about how good he is again, hopefully. But I don't want to see that dude in Shanahan's offense at all. 
<laughs> like I'm very scared of that. Um, so hopefully it doesn't like, happen. I don't know. I just want to see one team or one organization, and maybe it already is the Seahawks the way they draft. Or I, I just want to see someone or something somewhere just do a year of rankings without listening to Mel or Kuyper, or not Mel or Kuyper, M- Mel or McShay, and just see where it ends up. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Because it, we start it, with these narratives so early. Yeah. We already know who like the top guys are, and it's like, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. <laughs> like, Brian, Lawrence was, and, and he lived up to it, but Lawrence was pegged for one in this draft since he was a freshman. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I'm rambling now. I don't know how to fix it or, or what's what. I would just be interested to see how teams have their big boards and, and how much they listen to these guys. And the problem also with the with what you're saying is like, if you pick, if you make that different pick in the top five, like if you take Sewell second or whatever, like people are going to be pissed. <laughs> They're going to be like, well, shit, Kuiper had him at, at, at eight. <laughs> like, like yeah. well, fuck, who cares? Like, that's the guy we wanted. He's the second best player in the draft. Sorry. It's, it, it's crazy. Uh, so yeah, I think, you know, right now we, I'm glad we settled that. That's all I wanted to say because I know what's going to happen next week. We're going to be talking about, uh, you know, all the same shit we're going to be talking so, about. So, so I know we're going to, we're going to come back to this and I know we're, we're getting really close to the draft, but I just want to kind of have it documented for both of us. It, it, how do you feel right now at two? What happens a trade out? Or do you think Wilson is taken by the jets uh, or another player? I don't think, it, I will say, I don't think it's going to be Wilson. I'll I'll put Ooh. that. And I also know that there's odds you can get on Mac Jones being the third pick in the draft. Uh and he's the favorite and I if Justin Fields if Fields is there like at plus anything, I would be dumping all of my money on that. <laughs> like, and, and I'm with you. Yeah. I'm I have taking one more that. quarterback question. Yeah. Will Darnold Wilson and Watson all be on their current teams after the draft. Darnold, Russell Wilson. Correct. And Watson. I feel like Darnold's a no. And I think that the Jets are going to wait till the last minute and then reach out to teams and be like, here you go. We're ready. Like, they're clearly, Joe Douglas isn't saying anything, I guess, about what Mm -hmm. they're thinking and their picks. Like, he hasn't said anything. People are just assuming right now. That's why I don't get the Wilson stuff. So I don't think Darnold's going to... Uh, Watson, I think there's too much going on right now for for him to be traded. Like, he should just be happy to have a job at this point now. So maybe he should what chill would, out. What would you put your certainty that Wilson is, is with Seattle after the draft at? After the draft, like 95%. Because I'm somewhere at like 80 to 85. Yeah, I, I, I think that stuff's over for now. I mean, as a Seahawk kind of, you know, fan, are you are you interested in anything within the top ten? Yeah, uh, for sure. But I, if the Jets tell you we'll give you two, and 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 obviously some other picks, are you willing to go take a quarterback there and feel good about where Seattle is going in the future? I'll take a two and Darnold. I'll take that and Darnold. And so you'd rather have Darnold than then go take the best available player, or would you rather take the best available quarterback after Lawrence? I take Darnold and I take Sewell. <laughs> That's pretty damn good. That'd be sick because and then you can just good. run the ball. 
You just have like, you know, a solid line. I mean, it's it, it'd be ironic too because that's all Russ wants is just to have that lineman, <laughs> someone of that quality. <laughs> and I guess I only asked just to get us, just to get me on record. I have a weird, and, and like I said, I feel like it's eighty percent that he stays, but there's just something that won't let me kind of forget the way Schneider feels about draft draft capital and us going into the draft with three picks. Yeah. And I could be off brand and it and it very easily just as easily could be a Jamal Adams trade. Oh. I was hoping it was a locket trade. <laughs> I was really hoping. I, I hear you, but it, it it makes sense. Yeah. Like I don't know if they can pay him 18 to 20. I'm very worried it. about I, I'm that. I'm with it. If they if they do, I'm with it. But I can also see Snyder saying, "Eh." Well, we if they're thinking, it. "Hey, we're going to trade Russ next year," then it's just like, "Hey, why don't we just go all you know? We'll do everything we can this year. We'll try to win a Super Bowl this year. Let's get Jamal in. We've got Dunlap. Um, Jaron Reed wasn't really worth it, but maybe they'll go all out, and uh, then next year it's rebuild time. And you know. When you say rebuild, there's a lot of expirings next year, so it could be a, a kind of a one-year rebuild through free agency. And yeah, I don't know. Yep. Well, the NFL's in a funny place right now, where year to year cap really doesn't matter. Nope. You can become super flexible, and new and TV deal is somehow can... already built into the contracts. I don't exactly, <laughs> unless you're Jaron Reed. Yes. <laughs> you, just, you don't. You, you don't want the same money for across two years or something. You just want to be cut. Yes. Uh, so I'm just glad we got it. We got our points out and they're out there and nobody next can week, take that from us next it's, week. It's dated today. What do you predict is the story next week? We had Mac Jones for a week then people have already tapered off on that. What's next week? Is it Justin Fields is actually good. Damn it. You stole mine. Next week is the Justin Fields surge now. Yeah. And the stories of how good he is. Perfect. That's exactly, we need that for sure. It's going to be somewhere between Justin Fields is good and do we know that Wilson's the number two pick? That's happening. And I'm, I'm going to put this on record, Bram. I, I think we're going to get a little bit of is Trey Lance the number one quarterback in the draft? Ooh, no, don't do that. Is he? He's raw, Bram. Is this really but that? Is this really that desperate there. of a time? Are people really that desperate for the views? I think. So. Bran. Is this this is hold on? Max this is Dan Orlovsky. He was hardly a first round pick. Urban Meyer literally came out of retirement to coach Trevor Lawrence. I don't know. I don't know if we can go that far. This man put his life on the line for this no, quarterback. I don't think anything's out of bounds. But I'm just saying, questioning it. You're gonna see. A I will allow it for Trey Lance the most. <laughs> You know, gifted quarterback in this draft. Okay, that's and fine. And we're going to... Wait, hold on, Bran. Bran. <laughs> oh, no. Bran. Oh. When do we start picking apart Lawrence? That's a good question. What do we know about this Trevor Lawrence? <laughs> like, do we really he know? He beat Fields. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's got to come up. But 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 let's safely say it's it's the Fields re-emerging... Because right now he's out of the top 10 in some mock drafts. He's reemerging back into the top five easily. Yeah, people need to put some pressure on the Jets, too. We need to and know what's going on. people won't just keep putting the black cliches on him. Yeah, that he seriously. That like, shit. Like, he's not. Who was the, the guy that did that? Charlie something? 
Yeah, Casserly. I don't, yeah. I don't know who it was. He's definitely doing the one that's feeding these rumors. But yeah, it's I, always I, some anonymous scout he talked to. Yep, he, it's the same guy that said he was a fourth rounder. <laughs> He's just the one that everyone's quoting. Um, but yeah, I, I really want to put some pressure on the Jets because, like, they're they're in the second spot and. They just saw that haul the Niners got, and they have a quarterback that they have to get rid of at some point. Like, there's a lot that needs to happen with the Jets very soon. And I don't mean to be too dramatic. And I guess for 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 a lot of teams, when you're drafting in the top five, it's franchise altering. But this is truly franchise altering. Whether you go with Darnold and take Sewell, or take the best available player, or you literally believe in Zach Wilson. Yep. To come in year one. And we're not talking about Minnesota brand. We're not talking about Houston. We're talking about that fan base in New York that you have to come out and prove your worth at in year one. Yeah. Like, okay, you guys are done with the Sam Darnold. Here you go. Zach Wilson, congrats. Terrible. I don't like it at all. The Jets need to do something next week. And How that's did my brother be... feel about it? Have you talked to him? He doesn't like it. And okay, he doesn't I'm really not, understand. I'm he glad. said he wants Darnold to go somewhere else just because he likes Darnold and feels like he just deserves a chance. But he also just really wants Fields. So, I mean, yeah. it's been... I don't understand how it's moved from from Fields being the, the second best player. I don't know. It's weird. And it's and, and I don't want to... Uh, once again, Brandon, I know we're here at the tail end. But if there's anything these last five years have taught us, it is... If you're able to be mobile in your first couple years, it helps you out so much to extend these plays. Yeah. And I'm not saying Zach Wilson's not, but fucking Fields ran a 4-4, dude. Yeah. Yep. And like, he he's... can extend plays. He can do everything that you see all these flashy quarterbacks do. And you finally actually got a Corey Davis. You finally got some weapons there. Like, let a guy come and use them. Yeah, and he – it's not like he just popped up out of nowhere. He's been good forever. <laughs> so, like, just nuts. But everyone, I don't know. Once again, I don't want to go too far into it. But once again, everyone's like, "Well, shit." He he struggled versus Northwestern. <laughs> he struggled in one game. Yeah, where they were playing what two like too high safety. Like they just they didn't make any adjustments till like the third quarter in that game. So, but, but let's know. not go into his semifinal performance against Clemson. Yeah. Exactly. But I don't know. It, neither here nor there. I think we're both on the same wavelength on fields. He's kind of getting fucked in the media right now. He's the second best quarterback uh, head and shoulders to me. Yep. I agree. Good. Thank God we got that done. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, we'll enjoy some Gonzaga. Hopefully that, I think that teaser is going to hit too. So uh, yeah. I don't know if anyone's in Vegas and they want to try it out, go for it, but you didn't hear it from us. Um, but I'm excited. I think it's going to be a blowout. I just want to, I want to see Kispert get on track though. Kispert, Kispert gets on track. I'm happy. And, and not so much for the game tomorrow, but for that championship game. And I'm not trying to blow off UCLA, but yeah, he needs to get it going. Yeah. Um, and we are stupid and did not do anything with Jalen Suggs plus oh. 800 as the tournament MVP, like a week ago. Uh, and he's clearly going to win it if the Gonzaga wins out at this point. Because the narrative's oh. already popping up all over the place about him. Uh, yeah, we, we've was, seen was it. Was that during the game? We talked about it. It was 800. Was that know. during the game, Ant, where someone was like, oh, who said, oh, maybe it was a tweet? It was either a tweet or someone on commentary is like, and I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, these, this is going to be the number one pick in the draft. <laughs> Remember? 
That yeah. happened. That happened last week, and I was like, we've been drunk. Whatever. I'm done with you, the fucking media. All right, cool. We'll catch up uh, next week, and um, we will probably, when we reconnect, try to get the uh, Magic Johnson game in and get everything steady and ready to go. Sounds good. All right. Enjoy Gonzaga, and we'll catch up tomorrow. Don't drink too much tequila in the morning. Oh, Jesus. Will do. <laughs> Later. Gotcha.